Hey, welcome back to We Ruined Everything. Uh, we are recording the night before Halloween, and so hopefully this will be released on Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Nothing like waiting till the last minute. If not, it's, uh, you're not scared, I'm scared. Wait, I said that backwards. I'm not scared, you're scared. <laughs> we had this whole big plan for this one. We're going to talk about horror movies that came out this month. There's a lot of really good ones, really diverse ones. Ones we want to see, but haven't yet. It's just been really hard to get in the mood to watch. It's really hard. Yeah. To be in the mood for, for a good horror movie right now. Having said that, we watched a lot of them leading up to this month. Uh, old and relatively new, I guess. I mean, yes. Throughout the course of our relationship, we have watched a lot of scary <laughs> movies. But this year in particular, we watched a pretty good <laughs> Okay, movie, yes. I think. Um, well, I was not much of a scary movie person before I met you. I started watching scary movies a little bit in college just because of my roommate. She really liked them. And so she kind of had to drag me to watch some of them. But uh, yeah, you really, you really opened my eyes to the world of scary movies. It's a wide range of things in that genre. Uh, <laughs> yes. There's really, really uh, goofy ones <laughs> and there's really, really dark ones. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess starting off, hey. Hey. What's you? your favorite strain of zombie? And I'm not talking about marijuana. Apparently there's a whole strain of like zombie strains. Dude, I am too square to uh, even I, understand. I, I, I asked this question to a bunch of our friends and a few of them came back with actual strains of uh, cannabis. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about these either. Now we know how our parents feel when we ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what's your, who, what's your favorite type of zombie? How are we defining zombie? Uh, I'm pretty loose with that definition. Okay. Uh, I'm good with undead. I'm good with infected. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember what I told you the other night when you asked me this. I think You mean you're saying my, we did this bit before this? What the I, hell? I practiced. You would have <laughs> you wouldn't have known. Um, I think I told you I liked the zombies in warm bodies. Because I like the idea that you can get better with a little bit of humanity and love. It's touchy-feely, but that's <laughs> a little humanity and love right now. Yeah. Mine is a complete opposite spectrum. <laughs> I really like the... I really like those zombies, too. That, that was just yeah. a really good movie. Well, and along those lines, I think I kind of like the zombies, zombie vampires from I Am Legend. Again, they kind they. They have their own humanity. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man. That movie's really, really great up until the end. I... Then it goes off the rails a little bit. Yeah. But, Maybe I should read the book. But it's such a... It's such a really... It works really well as a alone uh, kind of wandering movie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my zombie pick. Yes, sorry. I, and... like, uh, I like the necromorphs from uh, Dead Space. And like, I'm going to get real nerdy with you. Uh, because I've read, like, do. I've, read, yes. I've read the extended universe novels and stuff like that. So I had all this lore in my head. Pushing your glasses up on your nose with one finger. <laughs> oh, actually, um, <laughs> it starts off from a lie from the government. Uh, hmm. Religions sprout up around it. Hmm. Religious fanatics uh, around this thing called a marker. Mm -hmm. uh, and how it's going to bring humanity to the next phase of our existence. All these things. Um, it's hidden away for a few hundred years until... A thing lands in another planet that we've uh, colonized. Uh, and then uh, people start changing and becoming worse 
as groups. Hmm. And the way you fight against the infection is knowledge. Okay. Uh, so the more you know, the more you can think, the more you can hold out. Because this thing really preys on uh, on emotions. It really preys on uh, gut reactions. It really preys on people who are more... Reactionary? Yeah, reactionary and turns them into monsters. It kills them and uses them even after they've already died. Interesting. Uh, and it's a very interesting take on it. And all to... That could never happen. Yeah, could never happen. Uh, but all to this big eldritch thing that doesn't really care about us other than we're just bodies to it and food. Uh, and I think that has a lot of social commentary in it. And I think it's really prescient. Uh, hey, keep politics out of my video games. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I really like that whole lore and I really like that whole story. And and I really recommend uh, Dead Space Martyr, the book. Even if you're not a fan of a video game, it's a really well-written body horror zombie uh, monster book novel. Mm, go go yeah. look it up. It's great. Body horror, not really my favorite version of scary movies or scary media. I love it. Also, go, <laughs> I go. know. <laughs> you still haven't read World War Z, right? I've read not much of it. I, remember, I lent that to you like at the beginning, like like nine years ago or ten years ago. You did. You did. I remember it being good. I just, I think I was in school at the time, so it was, but I have no excuse now. <laughs> I was trying to think, oh, I have no excuse. I recommend that one too. Go read that. I have a question for you. Okay. This is actually not planned. So this will be like off the top of your head. Put you also, on the spot. Also, if you hear a ruffling, uh, I have a bunch of uh, post-it notes everywhere. It's not anything. This is not the ASMR podcast. This one is I'm not scared, you're scared. All right. First, did you dress up for Halloween when you were a kid? Uh, in makeshift costumes, yes. <laughs> okay. My family was, uh, we just kind of used what we had. I went as a, the mask... Uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask with... Wait, wait. So my question is, what was your favorite one? Oh, my favorite? I don't have a favorite. You don't have a favorite? No, because it was just always whatever I put together. I can definitely see you being a Jim Carrey. But it was like combined like with like the Terminator's kid. leather jacket. Uh, <laughs> okay. And like some blue jeans. It was just kind of whatever I had. Okay. Um, Or it was my face painted with makeup that my parents had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. Just random stuff. Was, yeah, I never had like a themed stuff and if i did i don't remember yeah so i'm sure at least one or two of them i had something going on especially when i was little tiny tiny right it's a lot cheaper to get little maybe i should ask your mom see if she has any pictures what was yours i think i know but yes my favorite costume that i went as was a pile of leaves it's a and it's still my favorite the best i ever had my mom made it for me out of felt. She cut out a ton of felt leaves and like glued them on a blanket. And I wore a blanket and I had sunglasses where she had glued more felt leaves. And that was, I was a pile of leaves and it was awesome. Nobody else had the same costume. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hard to believe. How would you even do that? <laughs> I'm just glad somebody else didn't dress up like as a rake. Like the modern rake, the monster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but we've, uh, again, hopefully this comes out in Halloween. Uh, it's, that's the plan right now. Uh, we just kind of kept getting put off. We had plans for this from the beginning of the month. Uh, yep. We had plans to do multiple shows this month. You had plans. I did. <laughs> to do multiple shows. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get you this one. We're here. 
Yeah. So uh, so we've watched a few things since our last show. We've watched a lot of stuff, and I remember almost none of it. Uh, so let's talk about some indie movie stuff that we've been watching throughout the last few years. So some stuff okay. that came out this year, some stuff that came out years and years and years ago. Um, <laughs> if I can't remember the stuff I watched this month, <laughs> we'll see. This will be a fun discussion. Uh, so I mean, one of the ones I want to talk about, like we, I. So there was something I was excited about. It was a all Latinx cast a horror movie um, mm-hmm. directed by a Latinx person. You know, all the, it was really, really nice, except we watched it and it wasn't all that great. What was it called? Is, which it one was is called this? Murder in the Woods, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember which one you're talking about now. Yeah, it was It was a pretty basic uh, slasher movie, mm-hmm. which is fine, I guess, you know. I don't know. I don't really have that thing like it's better than nothing. <laughs> like I was like, if you're going to make it, make something good and great. Oh, man. Yeah. I got very demanding standards. I mean, yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> it, it was it was a competent film. It had some good kills, good deaths. Uh, decent acting, at least from one or two of the people. Sure. Um, Machete's in there. You read my mind. So he played my, a sheriff this time? Yes. Uh, there was a slight twist. Yeah, it kind of comes out of nowhere. It's... I don't know that I would recommend the movie, but if you're in for like, if it goes free on a streaming site at some point, yeah, watch it. It's it's a fun little. It's it was a, fine to have on in the background yeah. while I was on my phone. It's a pretty by the numbers uh, old school slasher. It was made this year, I believe. So that happened. That just happened. We, we watched it. <laughs> I was wanting to talk about it because, you know. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't interactive. It just it happened. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the other movies we watched fairly recently was uh, an old movie that I had been hearing a whole lot about for a while. Um, and I finally got around to watching it. Me and you got finally got around to watching it, but you weren't like, it hadn't been years in the making for you. <laughs> been no. Years for me. But you are really teasing this title yeah, of so, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> so it's also a slasher movie, but it's more in the mockumentary, except still really, really creepy and really, really hard. It had good, scary, horrific parts in it, despite mm-hmm. it being like a more comedy-based documentary type thing. And that's called Leslie Vernon. Uh, behind the mask which is great it was it was really good it was not as old as i thought it was i think i thought it was early 2000s and it was like 2010s right or something like that uh let me see no 2006 you're right oh okay well yeah kind of split the difference i guess there um are we talking spoilers for this one or not It it is 14 years old i mean it's kind of straightforward you're you're it's uh... a mockumentary f- it's interviewing the killer as he's planning and getting everything ready for the for the kill. Yeah, it's a great concept. Yeah. And I mean, you can kind of see what's coming the whole way through. It's kind of building up to it. it. It leans into all the tropes, you know, final girl. Well, not just leans in, it explains them and, you know, discusses it as lore and what you have to do and why you have to do it. And there's a special like appearance by Herschel from Walking Dead as a <laughs> old school, like 80s killer, which is great. But it's a, it's a really interesting movie, and I really enjoyed the whole concept. And when it gets to the horrific parts, it gets to the horrific part. They they went all in. It it also switches uh it also switches from a mockumentary to like a regular movie mm-hmm. to to a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it becomes a a slasher. Yeah, the uh the framing mechanism goes away. It's no longer found footage. Now it's a directed like a regular horror movie, which I think was made sense in the story. Is that? Is that what happened? I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. Okay. Been yeah, a few months. I'm trying to think at the end, and I guess, yeah, it wouldn't make sense that... It's that a really it's... good movie, though. I'd recommend that one a lot. Did you enjoy it? I did. I just, I want to talk about the spoiler, but if we're not talking about spoilers, then all I can say is it was good. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about spoilers. Okay. I just, 
So when did you know who the final girl was? Uh, so I uh, spoilers um, for this if you if you don't want to know it. Uh, but then again, like I said, the movie's really straight up. I think at the very least, like it's setting up the main girl as the final girl, and I, I knew it from the beginning. I think that is not how you talked to me about it, but fine. <laughs> I mean, I had a suspicion it was going to be her from the beginning. Because it just seemed too... You seemed so surprised when we watched the movie, like, <laughs> at the time we watched it. Because I didn't think they were going to go with the, you know, I thought it was going to be a, a real hard twist. Okay. And it leaned in, and I was like, it just embraced all the tropes and, like, wholeheartedly, and it was great, I thought. Well, where I first suspected was when he was um, telling her and her crew about how he chooses the final girl and chooses the the group of kids and so he's like they're sitting across from a high school or college or something and uh pointing a group of people out i'm like okay now she'd be a really good final girl because of you know she looks nerdy whatever and so the interviewer asks him like oh so so is she going to be your final girl and and he's like oh no i've already had her picked out a long time ago and so that's why i thought it might be Mm. The interviewer, because I think that was, I mean, I think that was purposeful foreshadowing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. I mean, they get you leaning a different direction when he says somebody else's name. Yeah, it's pretty interesting the way it also touches on like supernatural stuff too. Like it doesn't straight up say they're supernatural, but like they start doing some stuff, the killers, that's a little bit more, like he's, uh, he moves around like a superhero, (laughs) super fast, really agile. He's been training. Yeah. He explains his training. And even though we set the, this, I guess the ending, like it's still worth a watch, even knowing that. Oh, of course. It's, it's getting there. That's really, really interesting in the way they go about everything. We also watched a movie that I want to talk about that we watched a while back, and we found it randomly on Amazon, which interesting thing about Amazon Prime, you can upload any movie you want if you <laughs> made a movie. Like You don't have to be a big studio. I did not know that, and it makes sense in hindsight looking at all... The trash? Yeah. Sometimes you'll get lucky, and you'll see an awesome movie, which we did one time when I, it just seemed fun. And it was called Monster Project, which is another found footage type movie. And it's it's a really interesting concept of it's just a group of... Oh, same thing, right? Where they're interviewing... They're interviewing monsters, yeah. They are... Yeah, it, I guess, yeah, it's, just, uh, it's in the same vein. Except now it's actually straight up supernatural. Like they, these, this group of filmmakers want to put together a project where they interview uh, people who think that they're real monsters. Right, but... I don't think the documentarians believe that. No, they they think these are just people who have flights of fancy. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so they get like a a woman who believes she's a vampire, uh, a guy who believes he's a skinwalker, and a young woman who believes she's possessed by a demon. Uh, And they interview them, and then you end up finding out they're all real. <laughs> they're all exactly what they said they are. Yeah. Um, there's a twist I don't want to I don't want to ruin in the movie. It's really worth the watch though. Like it's I'm not going to say it's a classic. <laughs> it is <laughs> it is a budget movie, but it is fun and what they did with the budget they had, they made it work really well on on the screen. Yeah. They did. It it's suspenseful and gets legit scary. Like in places. Like I think a lot of that comes down to the budget because they can't show you everything another movie can. It's it, A lot of it stays just right off the screen and then comes to the screen when it needs to. But yeah, it's a really good movie. I I, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. And I recommend everybody. You recommend it? Oh, yeah. Again, this is one of those things where we're not uh, paying attention to our original rating stuff that we did. 
We'll get back to that at some point. Well, so part of our rating system was see it in theaters, and that is just not an option right it's now. Not. So that's off the table. Hey, if Monster Project's still on on Prime or wherever now, go watch it. Yeah. So maybe our rating system is buy it full price, buy it for like $2 or just, just wait till it's free streaming. I think we just simplify like, should you watch it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, if you want to do that, sure. Fine. <laughs> At least for we right can now. do the Roger to Niebuhr thumbs up, thumbs down. It's good. And uh, I got you to see a free. This so, sounds like you tricked me. I tricked you. So a year ago, <laughs> I'd been hearing about another found footage. This is a whole found footage uh, section that we're having pretty much. I mean, it's it's had a renaissance. Yeah, and, the past few years, and I think it's had a renaissance in a good way because now people are being are like going beyond what it originally was, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, but there's a, a an independent fan film based on uh, Friday the Thirteenth released about a year ago, and I watched it. And I remember I wanted you to watch it too. Uh, uh, we'd never got time, so I ended up watching it myself when I had insomnia one night. And this year, I finally got you to watch it, uh, and it's called Never Hike Alone. <laughs> you make that sound like you had to like. Time me now. <laughs> watch it. No, I just, there's a, there a time when nothing was going on. I was like, hey, you want to watch this movie? <laughs> you should just like turn things on. It's oh. only like an hour long, I think. Somewhere around there. Maybe a little bit yeah. shorter than that. And it's really, like you wouldn't know that this was a independent feature. Uh, it looks like just, it looks like most movies that are low budget, sure. But like it still has a, a, a professional crew to it doing it. Yeah, I, I think... You're going to know more about this than I do, but I think the sound design is really pretty good in it. Yeah. I mean, that's so always a thing, right? Fairly realistic. There was like one punch or something in there where I was like, that was just a head of lettuce on a table. <laughs> that I was. Mean, you gotta, I mean, you still got to have those old sound <laughs> effects from the old movies sometimes, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. So the lead actor looked a lot like uh, Kurt Russell's son, right? The, the guy yeah uh wyatt russell yeah it's not him but it looks a lot like him <laughs> yeah and i think there's two guys who played jason in this movie uh-huh. one of them was a director and then another one was a, a stunt coordinator who uh they had to bring in because they were like we can't if we lose the director we lose the director <laughs> if you get hurt for anything <laughs> so it's like fine whatever but we don't care about you mr stunt coordinator <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's very tense like they again this the budgetary restrictions really does make them have to hone what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Tell the story about how they found the location. So we watched a, uh, how this was, I watched how this was made. I'm sorry, you couldn't get me to watch that one. It was, yeah, it was, again, insomnia. And <laughs> I've had a lot of that lately, so I've been watching a lot of stuff. But I guess they originally planned for like a five-minute film, like just a quick YouTube thing. And this is on YouTube, so you can watch Never Hike Alone whenever you want. Uh, Womp Stomp Films, I think is what it's called. But originally they just wanted to make a little short and they were filming outside a house that, that the director thought was abandoned. And the family came out and said, hey, what are y'all doing? And he's like, oh, thought this is abandoned. We're just filming outside. Also, how do you feel as that homeowner? You look at your house and like, why did you think my house was abandoned? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. How run down is it? That, that's a little that's hurtful. the middle of the woods, right? Like they had to drive a few hours into the woods, I believe. Okay. I can't. It's, maybe it's just overgrown. <laughs> maybe. Just, just like man, they hadn't been there in a couple of years, and that's that's the time they decided we're going to come revitalize this thing. People live here, no <laughs> way. So yeah, so they went and they thought it was all going to be exterior shot, just like a quick kill uh, video, pretty <laughs> much. But then the family told them like, oh, well, you almost want the abandoned camp down the road, and then they went and drove another hour and a half uh, trying to pinpoint what this was. 
I don't think it came up with any GPS anything because and the roads had been washed away for the most part. I at that point I would be a little worried about life imitating art. <laughs> <laughs> the family, why are they bringing us out here? Yes, <laughs> um, to yeah. an abandoned summer camp. You guys heard about the murders, right? I wonder why it was shut down. <laughs> But have said that, <laughs> so they end up finding this camp, and then they go back to the drawing board in the movie because now they have this huge playground, uh, and they they make a, a hour long film, uh, which it, I really enjoyed, and I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm I was I was happy when I looked over at you, and you were like, oh, like you're watching. Oh, I was for sure tense. I mean, nerves are a little raw anyway, but I was I was I was on edge. <laughs> some of those scenes in a good way and it's it's worth it i really recommend this movie it's free so i mean you got an hour to kill watch it on your phone even um did we ever say it's based on jason yeah part of the 13th. okay 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 I, mean, I think that's just uh known i i would think Friday i mean the 13th, it is like, now. That, you know you know that's coming <laughs> <laughs> i mean sure but yeah okay okay good well as long as people are aware yeah so i super recommend this movie yeah. Go watch it. You, you got nothing to lose. Uh, you know, and I mean, maybe some sleep. And even stuff that we're not going to talk about on here, we're going to leave, I'm going to leave a little uh, little link to a playlist, maybe, um, of, of like little short films that we've watched that are really great that aren't substantial enough to have like real opinions on, but like are still worth <laughs> to watch. If, if you're following us on, fa- on Facebook, you've probably already seen a couple of them. We posted them. And we have a Facebook. Yeah. It's, we ruined everything on Facebook. We ruined everything podcast. Yeah. Check go us go out, like us. Follow us. We yeah. post things sometimes. And like always, if whatever we talk about, if there's a, a story to link to or something like that, a video to link to, just go to our website, candyrocrest.com, uh, and you can get all that stuff. Uh, moving on. Keep this moving. We're running out of time before Halloween. <laughs> uh, so one of the other things we uh, saw recently was Babysitter 2. Yeah. Which last year, I think we <laughs> talked about Babysitter 1 on one of our early episodes. And it's a really fun, it's a Netflix film. It is campy oh yeah it is bonkers like it is not it is well into the uh horror comedy genre of like evil dead army of darkness that kind of stuff yeah it, it leans really heavily into that that really campy fun horror yes yeah uh, and it's set... not going to be in a criterion collection or no anything. it's not it's not it's not gonna be it's not prestige horror or whatever the hell people call it now and it's got the actress who looks like Margot Robbie's sister, who was in. She's been in a lot of good uh, stuff this year. She was not in, hide and seek. What ready or not? So ready, ready or, or not? There I think we, we go. talked about it. That's a really good horror movie. We as did. Well. It's yes. also fun. It's also campy. But so yeah, so Samara Weaving is the babysitter in Babysitter One, and it's good. And we've talked about that before. So Babysitter Two just came out recently on Netflix, right? Yeah. Netflix. And so we watched that and I was not, I mean, the first movie is, it's fun, but it's not a great movie. I had no expectations it for this It is a one. great movie. How I dare mean, you? It's great in a fun sort of way. If you're, if you're one of the, like, if you're listening, if you're one of the people that has like, you put horror on this like shelf, it has to be this, it's not for you. <laughs> if you're, if you like just entertaining movies though, if you're just, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I believe you like what you like. And I, that's the kind of movie I think this is. This is just a really fun movie that you can put on and just, it's one of the movies that helps if stuff's really bad. <laughs> you watch it. So anyway, I was concerned about Babysitter 2, though, because it didn't seem like it had any of the cast from the first movie except for maybe the two young kids. I knew it had some of the bit players from the first movie. 
but it was still, I don't know. It just seemed like Samara, Samara, Samara weaving. weaving wasn't going to be there. Yeah, because she's doing like Hollywood movies now. Right, because she's, she's big time now. Anyway, I didn't really have any high expectations, but it was really good. And it was still wild and out there and all of that stuff in a slightly different way, but still well done. And it just kind of has, yeah, that kind of horror that makes you laugh when you watch it. Like, it's gory, but it's like, it's like over-the-top silly gory, yeah. not like gross. I mean, it's a little gross in parts, but it's not like really disturbing. It's not like Saw kind of gory. That stuff I can't handle. Yeah, It's, it's very, very cartoonish. Yeah, it's cartoon. And I think the thing that helped this movie stand apart is that a, they added John Hughes to the mix. It was a very oh, coming of age. Oh, that does like make hardcore. Sense. Uh, it was it was the movie I would compare to that John Hughes era is it's a it's better off dead <laughs> as a horror movie, <laughs> and I think that's great. That's I love Better Off Dead, the old is that 80s a Hughes movie. movie. I don't know that it's a Hughes movie, but it came out in it's the just era of the era. Okay, yeah, it, it's got those tropes of that one. And so, yeah. if that sounds awesome to you, go watch this movie. Better Off Dead as a horror movie. This was the kind of scary movie I was in the mood for right now, where it's weirdly lighthearted for as much murder as there is in it, and just kind of fun and happy. If you want just a fun horror movie that's just going to make you smile. And it was really sweet in places, too. So it was just fun. I dug it. You dig it, too, I bet. Or your money back, I guarantee no, no, no guarantees. Uh, so yeah, Babysitter 2. Uh, hard recommend. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? Uh, hard recommend, I thought yeah. we were keeping this simple. <laughs> uh, I guess one of the final bigger things that we saw recently was uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Which is a little bit more uh, serious than the stuff we've been talking about yes, so far. Yes, it is. Uh, we finished it a couple weeks ago. But it's just so well done. It's so the ending kind of, and that's the kind of thing with a show like this, with such strong episodes and, and individual standalone episodes even. It's really hard to bring that all together. It's going to be hard no matter what you do. I am not usually one of these people that understands these kind of things, but do you think it's because in the finale they were trying to wrap up plot points as opposed to focusing on like the individual characters and really getting to know them like, the other episodes were it's i mean yeah to me like don't get me wrong i love this series i recommend it it's one of the greatest lovecraftian things and we know how you love your lovecraft i do despite the man being a piece of crap i love the mythology he's created and i kind of agree that the thing is the show i would have it seemed to be tying up a lot of loose ends really quickly i only had 10 episodes i believe something like that 10 12 episodes Mm -hmm. but a show like this which is more in it's almost episodic Rather than anthology based, uh, where like every show had its own genre. Like there was a there was an Indiana Jones show. There's a Poltergeist ghost episode. Yeah, there's an American Gothic show. Uh, there's a there's all these different tangential things. There's a creature feature. Yeah, it's very much in the vein of like the old X Files stuff, where like they had their own standalone episodes, even though there was a mythology behind it all. And I like that they were building up character moments, character stuff, and it, the ending did seem like it just kind of brought all of it to a close, rather than have a lot of of payoff for individual character art at the same time i'm glad they did not um they didn't have severe cliffhangers 
I mean, yeah, it's it's if for whatever reason the second season doesn't happen, this is a very good uh, it's a, it's a good stop point mm-hmm. uh, if they wanted it to go that way. It also makes it seem like I don't know what the second season would be. I don't know. I mean, I think we could focus on, I mean, the Nine Tail Fox. Sure. Right, and I mean, uh, it'd be cool if they brought in. Uh, this season Smollett. was a little, a little uh, insensitive to a lot of native uh, beliefs and stuff like that. Native and as as much as they had some good um episodes moments for lgbtq yeah i mean we really uh, how many i don't want to say anything to like spoil but i i just there's a, a great disservice and i've seen a lot of people complain about um you know that still overall the treatment is not that great and it kind of falls into those problematic tropes yeah and so this is the kind of show that well we got the title of our podcast from we ruined everything with that it's a great show mm-hmm. um and the thing with the great shows like that is that it makes the shortcomings even more apparent um, yeah and it's trying to do better than yeah it's trying it's more there. than most shows and, are doing and yeah and that is greatly appreciated and it's the kind of content i want yeah and that's the thing and maybe that's the thing the second season would be is that trying to rectify a lot of that stuff. that'd be nice there wasn't a, there's like i said there's a lot of native american stuff that's hinted at and it's used more as set dressing rather than anything substantial. Uh, that could be fixed on this on a on a second season. I mean, maybe bring in some uh, some south of the border stuff too. Why the hell not? You know. Yeah. I mean, there's there's just a lot. It's a really great show. And it's really progressive. It's really beautifully done in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd recommend the show to anybody who likes weird. Absolutely. Tales. It, uh, yeah. Uh, it is the show that we need right now. <laughs> I wish we had more of them. I wish it wasn't just yeah. this show that was doing these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, well, sure. There's, there's. I mean, we talked about the boys last last podcast too, which is a little. Or did we? I thought we mentioned it. Uh, I don't know that we did. I think we watched Boys in Between. Oh, I mean, I know it doesn't really fit into. Uh, so yeah, our I mean horror topic right now but there are a handful of shows i guess doom Doom patrol Patrol was one of them but there's not ones that really go into like horror and there's not ones that really go into particular like there's a lot of although eric kripke said that the winchester brothers from supernatural would vote for biden so you know that's progressive i guess yeah uh yeah sure I bring you the hard-hitting news here. <laughs> but yeah, just I, I really enjoyed Lovecraft Country. I really enjoyed everything it brought to the table. Ending left a little bit to be more to be desired, but then that's that. I'd rather have that than a cliffhanger that makes me hate the show. I'm talking about Walking yeah. Dead, by the way. <laughs> uh, that whole Negan cliffhanger from a few years back. Negan, yeah. I was already becoming disillusioned with that show by that point because it just became really nihilistic and really mean, and I didn't like anybody on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the last straw. And then that cliffhanger was just like, how how dare it you? It just became a, um, what do you call it? Like just a grind kind of to I watch think, it. It wasn't fun anymore. I think I watched a few episodes after that towards the end of the next season to see where it went to. And it still was the same crap. And I just never bu- jumped into it again. Uh, 
I did like Fear We're the making Walking. our own apocalypse now. <laughs> <laughs> We're living it, baby. Uh, I, I did like Fear the Walking Dead for a while. I just stopped watching it. Too. Oh, yeah. You showed me a couple episodes of Walking back. Dead's about to stop. How do you, how do you feel? I thought it was going to go on forever. I mean, it already has stopped for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think they announced the Carol and Daryl uh, spinoff that's going to happen. And I would have loved that years ago when I still liked both characters. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because both were interesting. Because I would have loved a, you know, them going around and exploring this very, has a lot of potential, very fallout kind of world they're in where like there's kingdoms. <laughs> that have, that have uh, sprouted up with kings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That all seemed interesting, and I just thought all of that was wasted uh, potential. And it sucks that it's getting there now, and I have no interest in it. But I hope yeah. maybe maybe it ends up being really good, and we come back to it. Who knows? Anyway, Lovecraft Country, sure. beautiful. Watch it. Hard <laughs> recommend. Oh gosh. <laughs> I guess we could talk. If it, it doesn't. It's not what we what the thing, but the the boys. The boys was great. Yes, the boys I, season I, two. Pretty gory, so maybe that. Can I mean, fall there's some into. horrific stuff in there. Yeah, it it straddles that line between being a slasher movie, existential <laughs> dread. Yeah, uh, and I was I was worried about season two. Sure, I was too. I was too because I liked season one, but I don't think I was like full on board with everything. But I liked what they seemed to be trying to do. Yeah, because I'm not super familiar with the comic it's based on, but I've read a little bit about it. And it seems just, again, like Walking Dead, very nihilistic, very mean. The sh- Season one of The Boys had pieces that w- weren't that. They were It was very balanced and having people you actually gave a crap about. And people who... Sorry, you said balanced, <laughs> like the guy from... <laughs> balance. Um, it had potential. To be a really good show, but it also had the potential for the second season to be really horrible. Oh, really, yeah. And it's that's what that I was worried about. I was, and it, it, it exceeded my expectations, and it did something that was great, and it it embraced social commentary. It embraced mm-hmm. a lot of uh, progressive stuff. And I, I really do feel like we've talked about this. Maybe it wasn't on the podcast. Maybe it was just you and me. But they did a good job of making that commentary but then also making it explicit <laughs> what they were saying yeah because there's always a problem about, with stuff if you're too even-handed with things or if you don't say anything trying to leave it to the audience to just know or interpret your meaning that's not always going to work because if it's too vague, then people are just going to interpret it the way they want to and not with what you are actually trying to say. So you hear about shows and movies and stuff like Rick and Morty, where Rick is supposed to be a, a bad dude that you don't really crap. like. Yeah, you're not supposed to want to be him. And yet Rick and Morty has some of the most toxic fans because they think Rick is awesome and they want to be Rick. And so um, I think the boys did a good job of like, if somebody is a piece of crap, they call them a piece of crap. Yeah, <laughs> like in it, it the is show. explicit saying these are the bad guys. Yeah. This is not a good mindset. Um, and I'm just, I, I don't have much to say about the boys other than like, watch it. It's really great. It's one of these shows that I wish more people made. And uh, I'm glad I got a season three order. Yeah. And Jensen Ackles is going to be part of it if it goes through. Speaking yeah. of the Winchester boys. Yeah. 
Oh, that's about to end too. We're watching the final season right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just jumping around right now, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> and supernatural that that still falls within our yeah. That's a great five seasons and then sporadic greatness throughout the for the next two decades. Yeah. I don't, how long much. has it been going on? It's at fifteen or sixteen when it or something. Like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's because of 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 the pandemic. It is a very small uh, the thing. I've not heard. Oh well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a lot smaller and more intimate type of filming and shows right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, I think, what we probably liked about the first few seasons. Sure. It also makes me sad that we're just not getting a huge bombastic finale, but that's fine. At the same time. You can't do that right now. Exactly. If they had had all of those people, like where you have demons fighting demons fighting angels fighting the hunters or whatever i would be a nervous wreck going the logistics of filming this and was everybody safe and was everybody tested why why is nobody wearing a mask just put masks on everybody just put them all in makeup make them all wear masks like i think i would not be able to enjoy it if it was too oh my gosh he's breathing in that guy's face (laughs) like glad we're just getting an ending sure Yes, I'm yeah. glad. Yes. As I love this show. I think it has dragged on. It's a little long in the tooth. Like, I still maintain the first five seasons. First one is hard, a little hard to get through. Is some of the greatest storytelling uh, for, for a show. Uh, and then <laughs> if you like it enough, they give you a bunch of extended universe stuff afterwards, which is it's good in its own right. So I, I'd recommend that show too. Yeah. Um, do, do we know what Jared Padalecki's doing? After Walker, Texas Ranger, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Walker, Texas Ranger. I mean, hopefully they update that show then. I mean, I would hope so too. Yeah. Okay, since we're way off the rails right now, <laughs> I just want to say I've been watching the Mary Tyler Moore show, and I thought I hated it oh, I th- when I, I never it. really watched it before. Like I'd seen one episode, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I don't know. I think when I was a kid, the styles didn't appeal to me, which is a weird reason to not want to watch an old TV show. But anyway, beside the point, I've been watching Mary Tyler Moore because I need some happy in my life and to just shut my brain off. And it is (laughs) so good. And like it was made in the 70s. So there are some things where you're like, oh, but it was so progressive for its time. And I didn't know that about the show. And it's actually, you know, pretty feminist um i've seen episodes where they address racial inequalities and just bigotry in general and i just uh yeah i've really been enjoying it and since we're talking about shows that are pretty progressive i just that was a surprise to me is the halloween episode and progressive show episode (laughs) have you heard of this show Uh, i just discovered it i so yeah i i I watched it when i was a kid i was also a kid i understand crap i i didn't know nothing I have not been watching this. This is something you do when I'm off doing other crap. Yes. Uh, well, you're insomnia. So I yeah, get a lot right. of TV time to myself. I mean, I guess we were going to do a whole section where like, hey, what's cool stuff? We've, we've been doing that pretty much. We're just like hitting you over the head with everything we've been yeah. doing. I mean, I guess I have a couple recommendations. Go for it. Wanna... Let's do it. I got a couple too. I mean, our whole show has been recommendations. Oh, so, this is the recommendations of things you should watch and then there might be cool. Okay, one more one more Halloween question. Okay. Um what is your favorite creature? Like monster creature movie? Creature feature? Yes, but it doesn't have to be the actual movie, just what what 
big monster do you like? Oh man, I uh, I mean, I guess the answer I want to say is Godzilla, but that's not completely. I figured. True. It's I not figured completely would... true. <laughs> um, I think my favorite creature is. I really like the thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I just the practical effects and the little creepy creature things they did in the just stuck with me when I was a kid. More body horror stuff. Uh, yeah, Look. but I think that's my favorite creature just because it it again it goes back to what I said earlier about the my favorite zombies, the necromorphs are a a, a play on that kind of uh, you know, alien creature pretty much modifying a human body for its own needs. Blech. Ooh. Ooh, like the ugh, like the blobby thing from the color purple, not color purple. The color that's out of space. Great color purple is completely wrong. But that's a yeah, that's a that's different. That's a hell of a color out of space. Color. I'm so sorry. Do we talk about color out of space yet? I don't. I I feel like we did. I don't know. What's so, today? What year is it? So Color Out of Space is an, another Lovecraftian movie. Yes. Uh, and that was directed by the guy who originally did The Island of Dr. Moreau back in the day. Yeah. He got fired. There's a whole story between, behind that. There's documentaries out there. Go look it up on YouTube. It's, it's really Nick interesting. Nick Cage being Nick Cage, and I feel like we've talked about Oh, yeah. About it's this. hard Nick Cage. <laughs> Gosh. That's the scariest part of this whole episode. Nick Cage going full Nick Cage. Yeah. And it's 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 and it has really effective uh practical effects in there too. I don't know if it's the best movie of this type of story. I still think that'd be Annihilation. Yeah. Y- I would agree with you. It was not my favorite movie. There were some very interesting parts in it, but yeah, just the whole the the blobby congealed mass of People's. beings that are just yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Is like that, that your favorite creature? What's yours? No. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, sorry, I just yelled in the mic. <laughs> I just burst everybody's eardrums. Um, I like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. I forget <laughs> about him. So he's my favorite. Okay. I and mean, I yeah. didn't watch scary movies when I was a kid, so that movie legit scared me like E.T., but I hate E.T. He's not my favorite creature. So, But I, I ended up liking Harry. It shows you the the differences between us <laughs> in terms of a creature. Exactly. I like the thing and all the weird crap he does. And you're like, I like the nice Sasquatch guy. I couldn't handle E.T. when he got all sick and white. And I was like, oh, no. So I watched the thing instead of E.T. <laughs> that was, yeah, it came out about the same year, I think. Probably. Um, Although I did like Jaws, too. But I'm going to go with Harry. All right. So Harry. Uh, so anything else you'd want to recommend or anything? Recommendations? Yes. Um, so podcast wise, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but I was trying to keep this within the vein of horror because we stuck so well to that topic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, so this one is going to actually fit right in with what we've been talking about. So, um, did you ever watch Reading Rainbow? Uh, uh, maybe. Okay. So yeah, again, you were watching the thing. I was I'm watching over Ren here watching Sesame Street and Reading Rainbow. I was watching and... Ren and Stimpy. I was watching uh, Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I was not allowed. Anyway, LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow has a podcast where he reads you short stories. And I love it. And so he had some some uh, horror-themed ones for Halloween. 
but it's called LeVar Burton Reads, and I mean, it's just wherever you want to listen to podcasts, and it's, <laughs> I like it, but it's also a little jarring because this is definitely for grown-ups, <laughs> not for kids, and so sometimes there will be topics or words or whatever and so he's reading and I'm like yes it sounds like my childhood and then there will be something very adult in a story and I'm like oh that feels weird <laughs> to hear that coming from him but it's it's pretty good and it's fun and it's nice to hear him read stories to me again oh well good yeah reading rainbow <laughs> yes LeVar Burton reads well hell yeah uh anything else that's pretty cool i want to go i haven't heard that i want to go listen to a couple of those short stories though like morning. i want to watch the bloom house movies on hulu or prime or whatever I think they're everywhere right now yeah but we haven't done that yet we're either. probably gonna hit a whole episode of that too yeah <laughs> we'll gonna, never be done with this scary stuff. it'll be for thanksgiving <laughs> it'll be very i do want to plug something local um so East Lubbock Art House is putting on an event November 6th called Voices of East Lubbock. Mm-hmm. And because of the way the world is right now, it is going to be completely virtual. So you can participate safely from home if you want to participate. Um, they'll have more information about it, but they're going to have <laughs> visual art Um singing spoken word there's an auction and i think a raffle but um yeah east lubbock art house you should go check that out on facebook so you can get more details um it's going to be november 6th and it'll be virtual so i'm really excited about that part because we were not going to be able to participate because it was going to be in person but now we can Uh, yeah so there go check that out yeah, sports local artists. And, well, and I guess since it's virtual, you don't have to be from Lubbock if you want to participate. Yeah, this is everywhere. Uh, you can just we'll leave a link up on a website. And I guess my recommendations. Uh, I, I was playing a game earlier this month. It's on Game Pass, but I think it's for every system called West of Dead, which is it's a, a pretty much a uh, you play a cowboy in purgatory with the flaming head, very very <laughs> Ghost Rider like, and you're trying to take back purgatory from demons and bad people. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody Rom. wants purgatory. And the voice of the main character, Ron Perlman. Is he really? Ron Perlman is, is the voice of the main character, yeah. <laughs> of course he is. And it's great. It's awesome. I uh, I highly recommend it. It's just a fun little game that uh, you can kill a couple hours. It's a roguelite. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. Um, I've also barely finished a novel called uh, Carrier Wave by uh, Robert Brockaway. Uh, who we used to read his stuff back in like the crack.com days a uh, long time ago. Oh, and okay. He, it's a really, really great Eldritch novel. It's Lovecraftian, would you say? Yes. Uh, social commentary, what I would also say. I That is really just hitting the nail on the head of yeah. the theme of this show. I'm pretty sure I'm mixing metaphors. Sorry. <laughs> It's late. I don't know what I'm saying. We're, we're tired. Uh, but I'd recommend that book a lot too. It's really great. And that's all I have. <laughs> I mean, but is it a hard recommend? It is a, yeah, I recommend it. Sounded a little flaccid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, there are horrors in this house. There are horrors in this house. There are horrors in this house. Um, <laughs> with that, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll leave you. Until next time.
<laughs> oh my gosh. You guys, stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Uh, mask up, social distance, wash your ass, wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Uh, We're done. And we'll see y'all next time. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>